Welcome to another episode of Hyrule Podcasters! Hey, listen! I'm your co-host, Pat. And I'm your co-host, Ben. On this audio-only Let's Play, we venture through each game in Nintendo's Zelda franchise. Yep, we're pretty practiced gamers, but we're not experts or purists. We're just experiencing each game start to finish. You got that right. And this season, we're playing The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Oh wow. We're in the middle of the fire temple. Yeah, we are. It's hot in here, baby. It's hot. Woo! It's getting hot in here. You remember that video of all those old people singing, It's Getting Hot in Here, so take off your robes? <laughs> I don't. It was a good one. It was a quick. It was a quickie. It was like a gif with sound. I uh, must have missed the internet that day. I missed the internet a lot in the beginning stages when everybody was laughing at YouTube videos. Mm. I didn't get any of the jokes. I got like the, I got like the strong bad stuff. Yeah, I didn't get into any of that. But I skipped it in college. The one YouTube video that I really remember was the Charlie the Unicorn. Did you ever see that one? I don't think I'm familiar with Charlie the Unicorn. <laughs> It's really funny. <laughs> Post it in the show notes. Oh, I will. Ben will be jogging listening to this and then type to me with a lot of typos. Turtle unicorn show notes. <laughs> that's usually how it goes. Yep. yep. That's, that's usually how it goes. Oh, the early stages of the internet. Yeah, man. Group X, the Mario twins. Okay. I was I, in middle school and that was popping off. Yeah, I know those from you. But yeah, the strong bad, I missed. I totally missed that entire thing. Strong bad emails, the cheat. Yeah, that was fun. You know, I it was a lot to keep up with. And I, I've mentioned many times, I try to avoid the zeitgeist. I try to keep my originality intact. And I spent a lot of time avoiding internet videos mm. because I just didn't, you know, like make up your own jokes. Well, you got to quote a movie I haven't seen. We also weren't allowed to watch like a lot of comedies because they were PG-13. Mm. Mm. So when people at school were making jokes, I was like, just make up a joke. References. Anyway, it's, how you doing? It's hard to be that clever sometimes. It's hard to be that clever. Hard to be that clever. How's Chloe doing? I see her back there hanging out. Oh, she's good. She's good. Little little cat. She wants to hang out to, with me right now. But since I stand at my desk, she can't like she doesn't know how to she doesn't know how to get up here. Mm. It's kind of funny. She hasn't realized that she she has the springiness to get onto this desk. Oh, okay. And she also like she's a shoulder cat, right? But she like needs, she kind of needs an invitation. She needs like a lean down to hop up on the shoulders. Gotcha. A little bit of a dip. A little dip. A little dip. When I dip, you dip. We shoulder cat. And I, you know, I'm not dipping. I'm here. I'm standing up straight. I'm recording the episode. You're doing your job. I'm doing my job. Doing my job. Fire Temple's been pretty been pretty fun. Remember how mom used to light everything on fire all the time? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, she almost burned down the house like three times. You know, that's a I'm I'm just thinking about it now, like, did you know if we had a fire extinguisher in the house? Because I don't think I don't we think, did. I don't think we did. How did we not have one? Dad, this is on you for us not having yeah, one. Yeah, dad's definitely the safety first guy. And, definitely the safety first guy. And nicknamed our mother the Fire Queen. It feels like that should have been something that our father had at the ready that we were trained how to use. I remember one time there was a fire in the kitchen that involved some grease. And instead of using water, we used baking soda to put it out. And that was a job for a fire extinguisher, not baking soda. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Did you do anything fun this the last weekend? Mm, yeah. You know, pretty typical weekend for Ben. Went on a run. Um, 
we uh we hang out with our next door neighbors a lot. Shout out to Molly and Joey. And we played this great board game with them called Wingspan. Wingspan. Which is Jenny's favorite game. Oh. And I bought her the expansion for her birthday. Nice. And so we had been playing that. And then we played it with Molly. I don't know. Maybe maybe like sometime last week. And then uh, Joey had the night off. So we all played on... Let's just call it Saturday night, because I really can't remember. So Saturday night, <laughs> the game is like a 90-minute long game, but we weren't really like, it's like at the top end, it might take you 90 minutes to get through. We weren't really playing it very quickly, and we had to teach it to Joey as well. Mm-hmm. We we were over there for three hours just playing the game. Wow. And it was great. We, we were having a blast the entire time. Like, entire wow. time having a blast. Uh, yeah, it's a great game. If you haven't played it yet, Definitely play it. Wingspan. Yeah. You know, that's a hard... It's hard for me to enunciate or articulate that word appropriately. Wingspan. You know, the ung sound happens at the very back of the mouth. We have two N sounds in English. One is at the front like no, and one's in the back like wing. And it's hard for some people to get from the back of the mouth ung, into the front sp, to that frontal... S plus P. Yeah. Consonant cluster. And you have, you know, you struggle with your S's in general. Certainly, certainly. Your mustache is huge. Maybe that's why. Mm. Maybe you're trying to make the sounds, but your mouth is mustached. It's just like weighed down. Like my upper lip is weighed down, which is like causing some issues. (laughs) I got to see some friends from back east this weekend. Anybody I know? Nah. My buddy Chesky... From Connecticut. He's a rapper, singer, performer, puts on an incredible show. C E S C H I. He played in Portland. Oh, awesome. It was great. Got to catch up with him. It's it's fun having fr- so many friends that travel for, for music because I get to see them when they come play this city. And I wore my sweater that Crystal knitted Mega Man onto. So nice. it's Mega Man's from the original series, his shooting animation where he's jumping in shooting. Oh, sure, yeah. It's funny. I don't bust it out all the time, but just the compliments roll in. And I always like to make sure I'm out with her when I wear it so I can be like, she made it. Right. And everybody's right, right. like, you made the whole shirt. And I'm like, no, she stitched Mega Man onto a sweater that I got from H&M. It's, and just they're say still yes. impressed. Just, just say, say yes, yes to the first one. Just question. say yes. Yeah, just say yes. Yep, made the whole thing. And some people suggest that we put little pellets, you know, the little pellets that he shoots out. Absolutely. On, like on the arm, so that when I stick out my arm. Oh, my goodness. We went a little further, and I was like, and she could stitch me mittens that have the bosses on them, so I can be holding the boss in my hand and Mega Man's shooting at it. You know, have you played Mega Man 9? Is that the one that you, is that the most recent one? Did you let me borrow it? Mega Man 11 is the most recent game, and Mega Man okay. 11 was made for the Switch. Okay. Mega Man 9 and 10 were put out, I think, in the Wii and the Wii U era, and they are returned to form. No slide, no charge, looks exactly like Mega Man 1 through 6. Oh, yeah? Oh, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. They're really good games. They're challenging like the original series, and they have the original music style. Everything's, everything looks original. Except I think that there's a there's a shop in Mega Man Nine that you can go buy stuff. You like collect, okay. you collect things that turn into currency. But pretty much, it's a return to form. And so I'm playing through Mega Man Nine for the third time now. What system do you, do you have that on? Switch. Crystal got me that for Christmas. The Mega Man Legacy Collection. Oh, very cool. So now I own Mega Man Two on. Let's see. I have it for the NES. I have it One. for the 3DS. Two. I I have it for... I have the NES Classic. Three. I had it on my iPhone. I'll count that one. Four. I have it for the Wii U. Five. I have a collection of Mega Man... Of the original Mega Man games for GameCube as well. Six. Six. And then I have this for Switch. So that's at least seven. And I might be missing one. 
If they if they released it another way, I probably own that too. But I have Mega Man Two on at least seven systems. I like, and it, it is like not it. my favorite from the original series. And that's the one with like Airman in it, right? That's certainly. Two. Yeah, I think that's two. You know, it's everybody's favorite, but I think that it's, I think it's a more fun game. Later on, like in five, you get like you get to charge, you get to slide. Rush does some cool stuff. You just don't like the thing that other people like. I'm back to the, yeah. I hate fads. I hate fads. Give me something original. (laughs) The last thing that I started, and this is an open invite to anybody. So I do, with a different podcast called the RPG After Years, they do an RPG club, like a book club, like you're doing with your Super Mario friends. Which I know Super you, Mario friends. Which I know you got the idea from this, so I thought I could yeah. talk about it. So yeah. essentially, we just started on Sunday. We are playing the SNES JRPG classic Chrono Trigger. And essentially, we're going to play it over the next 10 weeks. And every two weeks, there's a checkpoint that you're trying to get to. I can say, having played for about an hour and a half this morning, the first checkpoint will take you somewhere between... I don't know, maybe three and a half and four, four, five hours to get to, depending on how fast you play. Wow. Totally have time to catch up. When this episode drops, it's not due until January 23rd is when you have to have the first checkpoint beat. And you're just starting off. We're just starting off. We'd love anyone who wants to, to come and play with us. Join the Discord. Come hang out with us. Come have fun. Come chat about the game. Uh, It's a really good time. Really have a lot of fun doing it. And, Can you uh, play yeah, Chrono Trigger? Invite. Did they put that out on Switch? Didn't they put like a Secret of Mana Chrono Trigger bundle out on Switch? Are those bundled together? No. So they put out Secret of Mana. So you can play Chrono Trigger on uh, original Super Nintendo, on a DS or 3DS or 2DS. Mm-hmm. Right. It's available on Steam and it's available on iOS uh, are all the ways that you can play iOS? That's your uh, iPhone operating system. So you can play it on your iPhone? Yeah. Oh, snap. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. But anyway, so yeah, so if you get a chance, uh, you should uh, you should play it. Play, play, it with, uh, play it with us. Join us in Discord. Come hang out. It's a, it's a really fun time. Just something different to do. Nice. Yeah. Do you have anything different for us today on your Zelda Minute? We certainly do. You'll have to check it out. All right, let's hit it. Some exciting news that comes to us from IGN. They've recently redone their top 100 games of all time. And not only does Nintendo have four of the top five spots, but The Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past is number four. And the number one game, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Here we go. And this has been Ben with your Zelda Minutes. Here we are in the Fire Temple. Ben has gotten about halfway through this dungeon so far. He is currently on top of this maze that yeah, has a so, bunch of boulders rolling around below yeah, him. And so, yeah, we've, we've managed to release, I think, like, Six or seven of our um, Goron friends, right? I think we got seven free last week, yeah. Yep, yep. And I don't know how many more we have. Were we given a number, or are we just kind of going till we go? Oh, and it appears that, so, oh, yeah, oh, my goodness. So, okay, I know a lot's going on, and I'm just reacting and not explaining anything. Ben is on one of these metal grates running across this lava-filled room while a wall of fire chases him and he has to show off his best platforming skills in order to cross the room in time and not get caught by the lava chasing him. He also can't spend too much time on the floor or it will hurt. And yeah. he made it to the other side of the room, but it looks like he's thinking about backtracking yeah. a little bit. Yeah, you see, so yeah, so if you look over there, I'm trying to get uh, to that locked door because I didn't have a key the last time I was in this room and now I have keys. Okay. Oh, Okay, so it keeps coming. What happens if you get hit? <laughs> I mean, you know. Oh, it only takes a quarter of a heart. Okay. 
Oof. Oh, no. But it keeps knocking you down. There are also flaming skulls that want your soul. They do. So Ben's right, just tanking damage in order to get over to this door that he wants to get into. There we go. And he Big makes jump. the jump. Didn't Big look jump. like you could, and you persevered. You pulled it off. Now he's in a very low-ceilinged room very with low. lit razors on it. Oh, very claustrophobic. He gets to the end of the hall and opens another door, and we're back into a brown room with little squares everywhere. This room's pretty big. We got some rotating pillars that have fire shooting out of them in a circle. There's some boulders rolling around. There's a bunch of pillars in the rest of the room. There's a couple gazebo-looking structures. There's something the over there. The ceilings yeah. are very high. He just got dive-bombed dive by a fire bat. Uh, he's, he's, oh, Navi, Navi is highlighting something. Navi has something to say. Hey, listen. You can see down from here. Isn't that the room where we saw Darunia? Mmm. Thanks for showing us where we are, orienting us as it were. Uh, all right, so there's a bunch of boulders, a bunch of spilling spinning pillars shooting fire so but there's a see that little alcove over here so we're just gonna run yeah, to that run to the alcove oh okay so there's like invisible oh, fire man. all the pillars that i mentioned earlier apparently have invisible fire keeping you from going any direction you want here's a bigger chest i think it's going to be the compass personally we got a compass did we get a compass we did! All right, and just for everybody listening at home, I'm actually kind of low on hearts, I'm realizing. Yeah, you only got three and a half. And all I have is a is a boo uh, in my bottle, so. A boo? Yeah, I can't be so cavalier with my. Uh... What's a boo? Oh, a poe. A poe, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> boos, a poe. boos are Mario posing yep. Zelda. And that won't heal you. No, it will not. You're just gonna sell that to the creepy Poe merchant that wants to go on a date with us. Okay, we can't go that way. So this is now a maze. The yep. the pillars with the fire in between them that keeps us from <laughs> making any route that we want to make has created quite a, quite a maze with boulders rolling around. And Ben okay. hit the flames, but he's gotten to another door, which oh. turns out to be a fake and wobbles a bit and smashes him. And then oh Ben gets knocked into the fire by a boulder. Oh He's having goodness. a rough time. We're beeping. We're not beeping yet. Oh, we're not beeping yet. Not beeping yet. We're getting real close to beeping. Is it now. one heart that you beep on? I think it's like a percentage of kind of like how many you have. But yeah, it's we're getting close. Okay. All right, so yeah, I forgot that Goron had reminded us of the doors. Ah, and we didn't listen. Dor will just smack you. There's another one. But he said we could use the Goron special crop to explode the door. And it doesn't give us a new pathway, but it gets rid of the door at least. Yeah. Kind of getting right, back so, at it after it. So now we're just moving really us. slowly through this invisible fire maze. Yeah. Taking our time, as you should do when completing a fire maze. All right, I managed to get that fire keys keys before it got us. So. Yeah. No being cavalier now. Okay, there's some All right, pots. here we go. Oh! <laughs> ben walked past a different kind of pillow with like faces on it, trying to get some hearts out of pots and it totally flamed him. Oh, wow. but he got four new hearts, got All hit right, again. Yeah. We're feeling much better about our heart situation. Back on track. Man, right. that really got Here we you. go. I blew up. That really my got mic. me. Yeah. Do you have yeah, a key? Yeah, I blew up. Yeah, I got, I got one key left. Okay, we're going hey. through a new door. This room is kind of red, and it looks like there's a cage with a Goron in it. Okay. Well, we can't open that yet. Yeah, it doesn't look like we're allowed to open that door yet. So we're back into the same room. Is this the same room? Just the other. Yeah, but we couldn't. Yeah, we couldn't get over here last time. The other side of the room. Ben got dive bombed, but then slayed the keys. Okay, there, uh, there are. There's flames everywhere. We see a switch. 
Yeah, and that and giant wall of fire right there. Trying to make our way to a switch. Hopefully it brings the wall of fire down. Why aren't you hitting the switch, bro? Well, because I'm pretty sure it's going to be a timer switch. So smart. So I'm trying, I'm trying to see which way to go before I do Figure it. Figure out the path before you get to the wall of fire okay. that will hopefully right here. Right here. go down. So he jumps on the switch. The wall of fire recedes. Yeah, you hear the noise? And he takes tick-tock, tick-tock. There's some pots over to the left. Ben's gonna snatch up. He got a bomb, he got a heart, and he's gonna go get the symmetrical pots, a bomb and a heart, and he's full right. hearts again, full and bombs. And full bombs, feeling good. Okay. Feeling good, don't get got by the door. You got I... got by the door. You got got by the door, bro. I Oh. Get out of there before you blow yourself up. Did you, did you trust the doors oh. again? You can't trust the doors. I did. So in this room, there's a pillar of fire and a new enemy emerges from the fire. It's like a blazing ballerina, the flare dancer. You have to extinguish its flaming clothes first. All right. And we they told us to throw bombs at it, remember? Ah, uh, yes. So this flaming dancer is ice skating around the room. It has spiky spikes at the tips of its hands and feet. It has a strange black head. The rest of it's just made of fire. And as it travels about, it also spins and puts little flames all over the course. In the middle is a pillar of fire. Oh, here we go. I can stand and up here. Ben is standing atop the pillar of fire, probably falsely secure in his new vantage point as he blows himself up. Got hit I'm again. really struggling. Ben is doing a terrible job, hasn't landed a single hit, and has oh, already lost almost three hearts. But there we he go. finally lands a hit. Oh, it's just a little head. Slice it, slice it. Oh, and it's got little tiny legs. You're not so big and bad without your flame body, huh? It's going around in circles. Ben is not chasing, but rather waiting for it to come back around. Meeting it on the other side with a slice and a dice. It's kind of in the right. shape of a heart. It hops back into the center, refueling its flame body, and Ben prepares to throw another bomb. This time, the flame body is blue. Ben throws the bomb a little early, but it still manages to hurt the creature, who is, again, reduced to just a tiny body with wacky legs. Ben circles around, meets it on the other side, misses it, so he tries again. Here we go, Z target, slice, slice, slice. Got two, three, going around the other side. Gonna snag it on this side, but blap. Man, this thing just will not die. It hops it back into the center to refuel. Now it is green flames. Ben has the bomb, throws the bomb, hits it. Very good. There's new flames spattered about the Oh, the why did you do that? Ben jumps into the fire of pillar of fire, hurting himself asks the game, why did you do that, when it was clearly his fault. Slices it, the thing gets big and explodes, poof, it's gone. Good work, wow. Ben. You did good. And what, we're allowed to leave the room oh. now? Oh, the pillar in the middle shoots up and Ben travels on it into a room above, opens up a door, and we are in a green room with a crystal switch. Tempted to hit the switch right away, Ben ignores his temptation oh, and continues no, right around see to see what to do. Yeah. The switch probably lowers the firewall above us that once we climb this fence, seems to be keeping us from climbing another fence. And he We're drops the, the bomb same thing that the off the ledge. Told us to do last time, remember Bang, that? Bang, yep, hits the switch. The fire is subdued and he climbs up the metal fence and on to the say, next level. I've played this game a lot. I've never done it that way. I've always frantically been running around yeah. and if I just would have listened to the Gorons and done what they said to do. Sometimes you just gotta listen to the Gorons, everybody. Listen to the rock people in your life. Are we in a new room or is this the top of another room? We are up pretty high in this dungeon by now. Let's take a look at the map after you snipe this keys that is going to dive bomb you. Inevitably, Ben. Oh yeah, we're definitely the at the top of something. We're at the top. There's a switch here. Hmm. Ben is tempted to hit it, but again, 
resists the temptation and continues on to see because what obstacles I, lie ahead. Exactly. I want those keys to come and dive bomb me. Mm-hmm. So that he's not trying to reach his target while the bats fly about. He's not doing oh, a yeah. great job. He's taken probably four shots and has missed every time. But the keys I mean, are very far away. Thank you. They are but blips oh, on that, the screen. That should have been a hit, I think. Should have been a hit. Was not. Here we go. Here we go. And bang. Gets one. So he's peering about. Again, we are on top of a... Ooh, heart room, and underneath us a boulder is moving about. Oh, yeah, there's the second one, done. Boulder room. Okay, in the I, middle, feel, I feel much more feel good? Here. Yeah, do it yeah. up. So in the middle is what appears to be a set of stairs that surrounds a pit. We'll see if we end up having to walk the stairs to get to uh, where we have to go, and that's exactly what we have to do. So Ben has to walk along a very narrow path. And like we mentioned in our intro from last week, we can just reset the video to be directly behind us, which Woo! is good. Opening a chest, what's it gonna be? Oh, it's probably gonna be the item from this dungeon, isn't it? It is, it totally is. The Megaton Hammer. You found the Megaton Hammer. Press C to smash Yo, and break junk. It's so heavy, so you need dumb. to use two hands to swing it. Break junk. So, we've had hammers in our arsenal since Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link on the NES. That is correct. And, you know, they continue to be a staple in the series. We just got probably the coolest of all the hammers in the Certainly. entire series, in my Certainly. opinion. The yeah. Megaton Hammer. Now, I'm familiar with the Megaton Hammer from a game that we didn't talk about <laughs> last episode because I thought we were going to oh, get it. Oh, listen to that. You slam it. Listen. Woo, it's so good. So, in the game Soul Calibur 2, which Soul is Calibur just two. a brilliant game and my favorite of the series, just because I spent so much time with it. They released different versions for GameCube, PlayStation, and Xbox. Uh, and the PlayStation and Xbox, I don't remember which is which, but you can play as Spawn, which is so sick. Or you can play as Darth Vader, which is, again, just really cool. Ben approaches another type of switch that he doesn't seem to be able to depress with just his body weight and swings the Megaton hammer. It jiggles, and now it's a hole in the ground. Does Ben jump down the hole? He jumps over the hole a few times and decides, yes, I want to jump down this hole, slides onto the edge, let's go, and falls down. Now we're in a room that has a little tiki man on top of like a pillar that has some fire on it. Ah. Oh, and he can use the Megaton hammer to smack those both out of the way. They slide across the room and shrink and die. So in the GameCube version of Soul Calibur 2, you could be Link. And Link's best weapon upgrade is the Megaton Hammer. There is nothing more satisfying in that game than getting somebody real close to the edge and swinging them off the edge with the Megaton Hammer. And Pat was, like, so good at it. Oh! Ooh, Ben hits a switch and creates a huge set of descending stairs. He's going to take care of the keys first. Apparently, we're not on a timer this time. Uh, he does not have his bow and arrow equipped, but he takes out one of the bats with a hook shot. It gives it, an, it gives him an arrow, and gets dive bombed by the other one. Slices I think it. I've, I've gotten dive bombed by a lot of them. I feel like you've been dive bombed many times. Not not nearly as many times as I was dive bombed when I first started playing. Oh, you remember that in Dodongo's Cavern? Yes, I do. Okay, I so there's a blue switch, and when I stepped on it. The gate opened, but as soon as I step off it, it closes. So I'm going to have to go. There's a gate covering the door that we want to go through. So there's some blocks up at the top of the room. Oh, maybe I can just hit it really hard. That we might use. Hitting it really hard didn't work. Um, so All we're right. going to go back up and pick up a block and carry it down. So while I was getting, you know, pretty good at Smash Bros so that I could go down to Columbus and 
play against Ben at college, my friends had moved on from Smash Bros and decided that they wanted to play Soul Calibur 2. And they just kicked my butt all the time. It was a huge bummer. I was getting better at the video game that nobody wanted to play. They kept playing Soul Calibur. I kept trying to fight them on it. No, let's play Smash Bros. No, let's play Soul Calibur. No, let's play Double Dash. No, we're playing Soul Calibur. And it went on like this for months. They actually made fun of me. There's a skit on one of our albums. So I sat down and beat the entire game with Which Young game? Sung. Soul oh, Calibur okay. 2. Okay. And in the meantime, got better than everybody. And I still am generally the reigning champ at Soul Calibur 2 amongst my friends. So we are in a new room. We're going to hop down this hole that we created by smashing the switch with the hammer. But first, we're going to take a little peek at the map to see what the hole has in store for us. You know, last time I was in L.A. Um, with my buddies, to, you know, who I was playing Soul Calibur with as a kid, we went and purchased a used GameCube. I found a couple GameCube controllers for like five bucks in perfect condition. Hey, listen! This switch looks rusted. Well, not rusted for my Megaton hammer. Kablow. And we and we set up so that we could play Soul Calibur 2 just Oh, for check days. this out. So we're back in the room that had kind of all the invisible mazes in it and everything. Yeah. And so right in front of me, yes, is a big switch that Ben hits and smashes. And now it looks like we can get up and down. Yeah, I think that goes like all the way down to the room Darunia was in. That's awesome. Yeah. Another fun fact about Soul Calibur, I directly was directly inspired by the opening title for the Hyrule Podcasters. Oh yeah. When I go Hyrule Podcasters, I got that from Soul Calibur 2. That's awesome. Yeah, so, that was the first game that I really heard them do something so dramatic in. I'm now in a new room that had a blue block, so I used the Song of Time. Oh. I used the Song of Time to move that block, and I think this is going to let me rescue our Goron friend here. Okay, so been smashing another rusty switch, and the door opens for the Goron. So now we will jump down and say what up. Are you releasing me? Am I free to go? I'll tell you a secret for saving me. A door is hidden inside the statue at the entrance to this temple. But the Goron's special crop won't work on it. Don't you have anything stronger? Heck yeah, I do. I got the Megaton Hammer. You know, I gotta wonder. What's up? These Gorons are in a room locked behind bars with a treasure chest that has a key in it. Yeah, but it was controlled by the switch. Now, the more interesting thing is how the heck was Beetle in here with him? Whoa, Beetle, what are you doing in here? Hey! Ho oh, ho, let me tell you about my favorite podcast about RPGs, the RPG After Years. <laughs> you can join Scott, Rich, and Bill every week as they cover all things RPGs from the past, present, and future. It doesn't matter if the RPGs are from retro golden years, modern times, or even the far-flung future. It's all covered on the After Years. <laughs> and you can reliably get all your RPG news and discussions on this show, and even full-blown game reviews. <laughs> they also do a community book club called the RPG Club, where they play a specific RPG and all play the same sections of the game with listeners at the same time. It might just be the best RPG-specific podcast on the internet. So go wherever your preferred podcasting platform may be and join in on the RPG After Years. Thank you! Hey, Wacky Wacky Beetle! So what he said, he's actually able to turn into a beetle. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's how he got in there. But why would he try to sell something to a Goron locked in a cage? Well, no, he was trying to keep him company, like how he was with the other one that we saw. He just, you know, he was just trying to make them feel better until nice we showed guy. up. Yeah. And he knew that we would come and rescue 
the Goron, and then he'd be able to sell us stuff. You so. know, I think it's simple torture that they lock the Gorons in rooms with keys that don't work. To yeah, that's page. pretty tragic. I just think it's torture. Are you going to jump down this hole that I'm gonna, we just created? Yeah, we created this hole, so I'm going to jump down it. Oh, boy, here you go. Oh, that's a long jump, and it hurts when we land. All right, so we don't have the boss key yet. Boss key, But we're going to, well, first I'm going to head over here, and I'm going to try, I'm going to hope that the that the fairy's back. Remember those fairies that I was unable to catch earlier, even though I do. I'm apparently a professional gamer? Uh <laughs> Remember when we started this and you were like, I'm an I'm not I'm I'm an amateur gamer or whatever and I was like, You put your skill level amateur and you're like, Well no, I just you know, I don't do this for a living and now you run a podcast. Hey and the proof's in the pudding! We got a fairy in a bottle. Are you gonna break the pot with the bottle? Oh no, you're okay, he's going after the second fairy, he's jumping off, he's really blowing it this time. But he hasn't gotten it yet. And there we go. What? Oh. What just happened there? Are you just trying to consume the fairy? Yeah, because I only have two hearts. Dang, dude. It disappeared before you could get it, I guess. I was jumped off the ledge and climbed back up. A lot of time elapsed. Those fairies don't last very long Uh, outside of pots. Apparently. Apparently. All right. Who's your favorite uh, Soul Calibur character to play with? Uh, um, I think the young sea guy. Is that young his name? Sun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with the uh, with the big triple kick. I love yeah, the triple. Yeah, he's tri- got a good big. Triple I love kick. the triple kick. I love kicking you in the face with the triple kick in particular. Yeah, especially when I'm Link and I'm about to pop you off the edge with the Megaton hammer. I like, you know, I've come to really like Astaroth because he's such a clunky character and nobody expects me to be so good with him. He's like this big, giant guy. Hey, if you're at home and you have a favorite Soul Calibur character, let us know. Uh, yeah, well, we'll ask you. We'll see what you what you got for us. So I'm just going to walk out of the dungeon real quick and see if there are any hearts. There are no hearts, okay? We're going back into the dungeon. All right, so we listened to the Goron. And we got rid of the statue that was in front of this locked door. Bye. And we're going in. Here we go. Here we go. There's some slugs on fire. There's some bats on fire. Ben did not get dive-bombed. Used his sword to take out that bat. There's another one. Bam! He did not get dive-bombed. That was close, but he had the upper hand. Bang. Bang. Takes out two slugs fires. Kills a slug entirely. Okay, none of the slugs have any fire left on them. Navi is yellow. What does that mean? That you Z-targeted? The slug's eyes that really pop out of its head once you slice and dice it. Oh, we're trying freaky. to get this last keys. There we go. Yep, got the keys with the hook shot. Got the slugs. So oh, this is just you a- flipped oh. the slugs over. You see that? Flip the slugs over with the Megaton hammer. Black. Slice. Oh, they go both ways. That's cool. And poof. Ah. Got all the enemies in this tiny room. Is there a brazier in the middle of this room that is lit? Yep. And that's about it. Just looks like it was an enemy gauntlet to get into the next room, which is another green matrixy room. There's a. Oh, this we've been in this room. This has the the floor tiles that come up. Yes, and this shoot is at you. A very similar room to what we've been in before. Oh, but it's not the same one. It is not the same one. Okay. Our so Ben ma- just simply crouches in the corner while the floor tiles hit him. Our main goal is to make sure that this like-like doesn't, uh, doesn't get doesn't us. Doesn't eat us. So Ben from afar is going to shoot some arrows, shoots another arrow. It melts into the floor. I accidentally unequipped the hook shot. You said you would never unequip the hook shot. You lied hey, to the Hey, we, we have enough to buy the... Uh, uh, the ba- that sword that guy was trying to sell us. Ben got a gold skulltula and has 200 rupees, so we can buy that sword from that enormous Goron when we get back there. Opens oh. the door. A lot of the doors in this temple oh, are no. funny little Oh, no. Oh, so Ben no. has to fight another mini boss, which we are assuming is going to be one of these fire ballerinas. Yep, same thing. So he's got the bomb out. 
chucks it, gets it right off the bat. It's running around. This thing is so funny the way that it scurries about. Not funny the way that it burns Ben alive. Bang, he's already got like three hits in and it hops back into the fire to come out. Now a blue flame ballerina. Ben blows himself up with the bomb instead of blowing his enemy up with the bomb. But he gets it on the second try. Slicey dice dice. He's tanking damage because he'd rather stand in the fire and slice the little thing instead of be patient and wait for it to come around. He's now down to a heart and a quarter. Gets the three hits in and it jumps back into the fire to emerge as a green fire ballerina. So it's a little black heart again. He's slicing and dicing. It runs around. Ben comes to meet it on the other side. Big jump slice, and it explodes. Though he tanked a lot of damage, it was a lot easier for him to complete that boss fight this time. And in the middle of the room, a chest appears. Let's see what's in the chest. It's small. I'm going to guess it's another key. I'm going to guess it's bombs. It's bombs. It's bombs. Hmm. Hmm. Good guess. And now we are allowed to proceed onto the next room, which is another claustrophobic room. We and got this a rusty is the switch. other side of the room that we saw the boss key and a Goron. All right, should we get the boss key first or talk to the Goron first? Let's take care of the Goron first. Okay. Are you releasing me? Am I free to go? Oh, I see. Big Brother Darunia asked you to come rescue me. I owe you big time. Please help, Big Brother. And he runs away, and we watch him. And then we turn to our chest, which is yellow and blue, and we assume it is the boss key. And it is. You so now we have a boss key. We have access to the boss door. Ben is pretty low on hearts and only has one fairy in a jar. Maybe we should go hunt for some hearts before we... Did you just use your fairy? Yeah, it's fine. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling confident. All right. Ben's feeling confident, is not going in with any extra health. Still has to make his way to the boss. The boss is... Do you know what the boss is? The boss is just around the corner. It's where Darunia was. Remember? He's going to where Darunia was around the corner. I do not remember. My navigation skills are awful. Oh, yeah. This is one of the things that's kept me from enjoying this, this it's game. It's this room right here. And it's straight ahead. So we approach. Well, I'm going to go actually the see. The pots on the right. Yeah, exactly. See if there are still fairies. Little hook shot across this lava pit. He hops up. All right, let's see if they uh, came back or not. Baby, come back. He equips a. He equips there we go. two jars. Slices it, gets a bomb out of that. Yes, and they have returned. He captures a fairy in a bottle and does a little hmm as if he is the smartest boy. Captures another fairy hmm. in the bottle. He is now a pro at this. I'm going to call you a pro gamer just based on your fairy capturing abilities. Thank you, brother. You got it, brother. All right, so we are full up on life. We're full up on magic. Because uh, we've been watching our magic meter, we are—we <laughs> have the boss key, we have the megaton hammer. Let's go do it. And we approach the boss door, and it opens up, <laughs> fade to black. <laughs> now we are in a large arena with a circular platform full of holes that lead down to fiery pits. It seems. And it's all surrounded by lava. There's nothing going on quite yet. So we hop into the middle, and we are shown a cutscene. Link is astonished, but we can't see what's going on. The ground, it shaketh. Importantly, Darunia is not in here. Why isn't Darunia in here? I thought he was going to take care of a dragon for us. Oh my goodness. What appears but Volvagia, subterranean lava dragon 
emerges from one of the holes, breathes fire. It is a beautiful looking It is a beautiful looking track. Right back into one of the holes. Okay, let's get going. It looks like it's gonna be a bit of a whack-a-mole situation here. Yep, he pops up out of the thing, attacks us, then has already lost four hearts, smacks Darunia in the head, and Darunia waves his hair back and forth, waves his hair back and forth. Oh, okay. Pops out of another one and comes all the way out this time, flying around, Ben's hitting Darunia, with arrows, also missing Darunia with arrows, and Darunia goes back into a hole. Pretty classic. Ben Pretty took classic. No damage right there. Darunia pops back up, waves his hair back and forth, and Ben smashes it with the Megaton hammer, landing a devastating blow. Darunia ducks back in and comes back out, flying around. Switching back to the bow and arrow, Ben lands a couple shots. I landed no shots. Oh! Ben lands oh! zero shots. Oh! Now there are fiery boulders coming from everywhere, and Klopkew falls to the ground in death. But luckily, one of our fairies in a bottle comes and revives us to full hearts. All right, we're just going to keep running around until these boulders Ben stop. is blindly running around in an attempt to dodge the falling boulders. And... Vivalgio, have I been calling the dragon Darunia? Not sure. This whole fight. And Vivalgia goes back. Volvagia goes back into a hole that is now smashing Volvalgia's head with a Megaton hammer. Oh, accidentally equips the bow and arrow a little too early. And he is now shooting Volvalgia as it travels about through the air. Wow. Through the air, air. And we are smacking it with the Megaton Hammer like we just don't care. It comes up out the pit, swings its fiery hair at us, and we tank zero damage, and instead land two blows. I missed with the arrow, missed with the arrow. Oh, he made yep. the boulders. Oh. He's making the boulders. He's making the boulders. Run about aimlessly, and it attempts to dodge the boulders. Ben's doing a great job. Oh, a lot of luck involved. Got hit by here. one. Got hit by another. He is down four hearts now because of these boulders, but he still has a fairy in a bottle. I do. All right, so now we're waiting for him to pop his stupid head back up again. We're waiting for Volvagia to come back out to play some more whack a mole. There we go. Smack. We got one in this time. Smack. Hey. Oh, and oh, and Volvagia covers its face sinks back into the hole. It appears gameplay has ended and we're now shown a cutscene of Volvalgia popping out and flying around. Oh, it's in pain and it's soaring about in the sky, kind of chaotically screaming. Oh, it turns into bones and the bones fall before us. It's skull landing directly at our feet. The skull dissipates in a beautiful blue flame. Ben gives it one more smack of the Megaton hammer unnecessarily and picks up the heart container. No, you gotta do that to make it turn into the heart container. Not unnecessarily. Makes it turn into the heart container and steps into the blue portal. A crystal forms around us and we are lifted into the air. Fade to white. Oh. And now we can see Death Mountain spewing out lava and some dude on his roof back in the village is watching all of this go down as flame engulfs the sky and poof, just like that, the sky is clear and blue again. And we're back in the Chamber of Sages. Wow. We get released from our crystal prison. And in front of us, coming out of the seal, is Darunia. Oh, what up, Darunia? Thank you, brother. I really appreciate what you did. I thank you on behalf of the entire Goron race. You turned out to be a real man, just as I thought you would. He's smiling at us. By the way, I, the wild Darunia, turned out to be the great Sage of Fire. Who knew? Isn't that funny, brother? Well, this must be what they call destiny. Nothing has made me happier than helping you seal the evil here. Hey, brother, take this. 
This is a medallion that contains the power of the fire spirits and my friendship. So he reaches above him and calls down the fire medallion. Mm. This is a red medallion with a fire emblem on one side and the Triforce on the other. Kind of looks like, like a dinosaur print, doesn't it? Yeah, it does kind of look like a dino. You a received dino the fire medallion. Darunia awakens as a sage and adds his power to yours. Nice. Don't forget, now you and I are true brothers. Wow. And we are back in the Death Mountain Crater. Just transported outside like like Mega Man. And it's kind of shaking. And that might just be from the heat. You know, so I'm getting these facts today from thegamer.com. All right. Most of the Ocarina of Time story doesn't include any character building when it comes to our main hero, Link, as he is infamously silent. That is true. Especially in Ocarina. The manga artist duo Akira Hemakawa have created a manga series for a hefty portion of the mainline games. Oh, cool. And Ocarina of Time is the first of these. So since Link is no longer silent, thanks to the manga, and a lot more character interaction is shown, we have the opportunity to see a side story involving Child Link and Volvalgia. This dragon is actually a pet that Link bought in Hyrule Castle Town. What? But Link is regrettably forced to strike her down after being controlled by Ganondorf seven years later. That mind blown. Mind blown. Mind blown. I know. All right, so I was just running around Death Mountain Crater, and I found some boulders I could smash with my Megaton Hammer, and Ooh. we are in a new... Hey. Yeah, so we're going to see what we can... Fairy Fountain. Fairy Fountain, yep. We're in a new Fairy Fountain. So the cascading water walls are present here. Looks exactly like the other ones with a shrine slash fountain. There's like an angel behind us. Do you see that? That's kind of religious oh, yeah. symbology behind us, above the doorway that exits... Um, this area, and we get another dope-looking fairy. What's up? How you doing? She looks the same as the other fairies. She does. <laughs> Welcome, Klopku. I am the great fairy of wisdom. I am going to enhance your magic power. Receive it now! I guess now uh, we won't have to spend so much time watching our magic meter. <laughs> Since we have extra magic. So Link's like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? What's going on? Oh, boy. Your magic meter is enhanced. Sick. Your magic power has been enhanced. Now you have twice as much magic power. Thanks. Gotta love that. When battle has made you weary, please come back to see me. And there goes the fairy. All right. Oh, sick. Yeah. We have a we have big a old magic meter ton now. A lot of magic now. Oh, Navi. You know, hey, like, oh, listen. Up, Navi? An Arctic wind is blowing from Zora's river. Do you feel it? Hmm. I feel it. I feel a little chilly. I guess this is where it's supposed to go next. I thought maybe I was catching a cold. Ooh. But I guess not. All right, so we're back in Death Mountain Crater, and uh, we're going to climb up these stairs and see what's going on. Or climb up, wow, climb up, this, up, climb up this ladder. All right, it's a ladder, not stairs. Now we can bash boulders with our Megaton hammer. It's really fun. Yeah. Oh, that's the uh, that's an en that's the uh, entrance that we found as a kid, but didn't come in because it was too hot in here. So we just got rid of a boulder it and we so found a- It is so hot in here. Oh, look, there's a hole in the ground that you fell down. You know what? I'm what happens when you- What's up? I'm actually not going to get that treasure chest because I do have full um, uh, rupees. Money? Yeah. And there might be money in the treasure chest? Yep. Cool. You should go buy that sword. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll go do that. Oh, how about this right here, though? Here's a bomb wall that we could probably smash with a Megaton hammer. Nope. Nope. Didn't work. What a bummer. I really wanted that wall to get smashed with a Megaton hammer. Remember, like, how we found out you could smash walls with the, uh... Yeah. All right, here you go. Ooh, a boy yo yo Oh, it so doesn't... smash the boy yo with it, the Megaton hammer. It doesn't boy yo it just, it just flattened. <laughs> it didn't work. That's funny. 
But why did we... Why didn't we... What? It was just a boyoyong behind that rock wall? Uh, that was it? I can it didn't say something special? The current time yeah, is 12 o'clock. Whack. Alright, so we're gonna go buy that sword. Buy the sword. In the Goron village. Man, you know, I was feeling so good. Uh-oh, Ben just dropped into the lava. I was feeling so good about beating up that bad dragon. But now that I know that we raised that dragon, it was just evil because of Ganon, like, the casualties never end. He will, he will pay. He will pay, Patrick. Okay. We got to make him suffer. So... The Megaton Hammer also appears in Hyrule Warriors as one of Darunia's weapons. Hmm. It's pretty cool. All right, so we're back here in Goron City. I think we should probably find Klopka as well, if possible. Yeah, a little little Klopka. Thank you, Klopka. No problem, Well, Goron. you know, and just let him know that his dad is dead. Oh, jeez. Right, because like his dad has ascended. Okay, he is now a wise sage. He is gone Thanks, from being a physical, tangible being to a sage with a lot of reverb. He can no longer love you. That's not true. He can love from the sage temple. Oh, this is just another one. None of these are the small child that we have to break the bad news to. Oh, nope, that's not right. That's how you get back to the forest. Ben's kind of just navigating around Goron City looking for this kid. I personally don't think it's our responsibility to tell this kid that his dad's dead. I just think we should get our um, sword mm. and get back to business, mm. you know? Mm. We're not necessarily the deliverer of news. We're not a messenger. We are a silent hero. I guess we make the news, right? Yeah, we make the news, other people deliver. Oh, here we go. How about buying this knife for 200 rupees? He calls it a knife. Ooh, you got the giant's knife. Sick. That's dope. It's actually a sword. Yeah. I guess that's funny that he would think it's a knife, you know? So, is it... Oh, look how big it is. Oh, it's huge. Is that better than the master sword? I don't know. Huh. Me neither. You're, you kind of swing it a little different, too. Oh, and look how cool you look when you, like, charge it up. Wow. That is very cool. I like it. I don't know if it's better than the Master Sword, but I definitely, I definitely like. Well, it. and I'm I when I when I play video games, when you have the choice between uh, having a one-handed weapon and a shield and a two-handed weapon, I always go for the two-handed weapon. Oh, really? I always go for the one-handed weapon. Those boomerangs are some of my favorite things mm. in Breath of the Wild. I like a lightweight. I like being able to hop about. So. Do you want me to read what the internet has to say about this weapon here? Or do we want to find out on the next episode of Hyrule Podcasters? All right, I'll take that as a sign. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. See you next bye, week. Bye, 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 bye. <laughs> Peace. Should we, should we actually end the episode that way? I mean, with, with an intro, that will be like a f almost hour-long episode, so... Yeah, but we haven't, like, said all the stuff we do. We haven't, like, done a proper recap that we promised we'd do. What do you mean? So, here. I'll, I'll you know, I'll pitch to you. Check it out. Okay. Wow. Well, you know, I'm doing a little research on this giant's knife right now. All right. All right. I feel like it's definitely at least exciting that we got a new weapon. We slayed our pet dragon. You made your way through the fire temple as an expert. I still can't believe that we killed our pet dragon. I'm so... I know. It's traumatic. I'm disturbed. You know what? We found out that Daruni is a sage. We couldn't find his son to tell him that his dad has ascended. He's not dead, no matter how 
grim Ben wants to make this. Uh, instead of spilling the beans about the big sword, why don't we just find out what happens on the next episode of... Hyrule Podcasters! All right, sounds good. See you next week, everybody. Get a boost. Thanks for plugging into this week's episode of Hyrule Podcasters. Hey, if you like what you're hearing and want to support us directly, you can head over to our Patreon for early access to episodes, exclusive Discord benefits, behind-the-scenes videos, and more. If you'd like updates, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Hyrule Podcasters and Twitter at Hyrule Podcaster. Links to everything can be found in the show notes. If you'd like to play along with us, you can find Ocarina on Nintendo Switch's Virtual Console. It's also available on the N64, GameCube, Wii, Wii U, and there's a remastered version you can play on the 3DS. Let us know how you're enjoying the game. Please do. And be sure to rate and review us in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you happen to listen. As always, this episode was produced by your co-host, Patrick. And we'd like to thank LT Headtrip for composing original music for the podcast, including our theme song. You're very welcome. (laughs) Join us next week as we continue our journey through The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. And action! Hey, fellow flare dancers. Welcome to another episode of... They're called flare dancers? Yeah. I think they're called fire dancers. No, I'm looking at it right here. All right. Yep. You you can go again. Your energy was kind of low too, anyway. So <clears throat> cool. <clears throat> Beep. Hey there, fellow flare dancers. Uh oh, I'm peeking. He's peeking. Odd conduit, conduit medium. medium.